The news everywhere is all about the coronavirus, so I'm dusting off an old one. We're going to cover wellness and how to implement a wellness program when you're stuck inside your house in self-isolation. This is a good episode. It's going to be very valuable for you, and I hope you really enjoy it. Thanks. I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. It's Corona Week here at Bellwether Hub. Thank you for uh, joining. Um, this month, I was very focused on highlighting Irish bellwethers. And I, I had two phenomenal guests that I've already put up on the site, uh, Marcino Muller and Patrick McAndrew. Uh, they were fantastic interviews. They're amazing people, and I encourage you to listen to them. One on, on the future and the excitement of, of Belfast and Northern Ireland and all of the opportunity there. And then Patrick McAndrew was, was focused on uh, really teaching you how to learn, how to relearning how to learn. And I, I think they're both fairly relevant um, in terms of, one, finding opportunity, and two, uh, relearning how to learn and thinking conceptually about how to learn, especially in this age of coronavirus. Shocking, I can make a link. Um, I have more Irish bellwethers that either have been recorded and will be coming out in the next coming weeks um, or just never got recorded, and who knows what's going to happen with that, but we'll figure that out later. But I wanted to take a pause for a second uh, and talk about the big elephant in the room named Corona. Um there are, I went for a run the other day and, um, yes, I went outside and it was delightful. Uh, and I was thinking about, you know, thank goodness, um, the weather is nice that this isn't frigid cold and we're really stuck inside. And, and I don't think I really have to go into the background on Corona. The fact that everybody is pretty much in self-isolation. We don't want people to get sick. Um, if you're not quite on the seriousness board, it's probably a good time to maybe get there. Uh, and think about, you know, beyond yourself. Um, it, it's serious, I guess. I mean, scientists know more than I do generally, uh, not always. But I think we all kind of know that we should be staying inside as much as we can, okay? And with things changing as quickly as they are, information flying at us as quickly as, as it is, I wanted to take today to just give some guidance on how to operate. I'm in a unique position where I am a coach. I am a business coach, but I'm, I'm coaching more um, now amid this corona. I'm, I'm coaching people just on how to transition from a workplace to working from home, how to deal with the new situation. Um, and I don't like the term life coach uh, because that's really just a weird thing, but I am giving guidance to people just on how to operate today. And as I was on my run, uh, I was thinking about the fact that what we're really talking about is maintaining wellness. And it's it's important to keep focus on what's important. And it's easy to get caught up in panic uh, reading this story or, or that theory or this rumor and, and we're getting stressed and we're worried about toilet paper and uh, throw on the fact that if you're like me, you have a two-year-old who's spending an inordinate amount of time in an enclosed space. Sanity can be very difficult. Uh, yes, th these are unprecedented times. Yes, this is going to be a challenge. Yes, this looks like we're going to be indoors for an extended period of time. 
Uh, but I, I like to look at these things from a strategic and a tactical point of view. Let's go big picture, macro, what's really important, right on down to the micro, and, and here's how to do it. And I was reminded of wellness because uh, I was on my run, and when things, when routine goes out of whack, you know, we get up, we go to work, we do our thing, we come home, we eat our, you know, TV dinner, and we watch our TV show, go back. Our routine, when it gets out of whack, our wellness gets out of whack. Uh, our diet goes out of whack. Our um, our support system and, and social networks go out of whack. Our mental wellness significantly go out of whack. Cabin fever is a real thing. Depression is a real thing. When people don't have all of these things in place, problems arise. Personal psychological problems arise. And on the website, I'm go- I have it just like I did with the other wellness one. Um, all of the suicide prevention lines and all of that, it is serious and it's something to be thinking about, especially as we go into week two, three, four, six, eight. Um, there are there are important things to think about. And um, so thinking about wellness, about a year ago, um, and I want I have to remember to stay in my lane on this podcast, right? Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about the problems. I'm not going to talk about the economic challenges we're going to have. I'm not going to talk about whether or not the National Guard's going to come in and take over supply lines and it's all panic and blah, 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 blah. Let's focus on what we can control. And that's what I'm thinking of, of uh, macro versus micro thinking. We need to focus and remember what's important for us and what we can control. And we have fundamental needs we have to cover, we have to think about. You know, yes, food, we have to worry about all of that. But um, for many people, um, we are in a situation where, you know, we're working from home and we have to just deal with our day to day. And that's, you know, the stuck inside psychological place. That's what I'm talking about today. And if you remember my post from a year ago, and if, you, if you're a new listener, I did a post, four posts actually, a year ago, four podcasts on wellness. And I wanted to articulate, you know, it came from a point of frust- frustration when I saw all of these people coming in doing these wellness initiatives at offices and they were absolute garbage. Uh, just saying, you know, oh, just go do yoga and everything will be fine. And it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't based in reality. It was based on these people who who just kind of said, oh yeah, well, if you become vegan and do this and everything is just great and lovely and just love yourself and everything's fine, it doesn't work. But so I wanted to write down and say, look, strategic and tactical, like this is this is the way I like to think about wellness, and I think it could be beneficial for people today. As you're creating these schedules, everyone's creating, you know, if you look online, everyone's got these routines for their kids. Um, it's a good idea probably to create a routine for you. Um, we have the time and we're working. And, you know, if you commute an hour to work each day, you've just gained two hours of, of work or two hours of, of day back. Uh, use it for yourself and creating some structure. This is a perfect time to create a routine. So instead of panicking, remember this: there are problems and there are circumstances. We can respond. We can respond to circumstances. We fix problems. We respond to circumstances. And for many of them, coronavirus right now, many of us are just circumstances. We are responding to a circumstance. And we do that by focusing on ourselves. Okay? That's the important stuff. We focus on ourselves. And, and so as my father used to say, flexibility is our greatest strength. Uh, that's what we have to do today with, with, uh, Corona. So I'm dusting off the wellness item and I, I, flexibility is this, you know, greatest strength mantra is thinking about our wellness in the context of Corona. And it's more than just saying, I'm not going to get sick. 
Okay. But as we create these schedules and structures around our day, you know, you have these kids running around. A lot of people are saying, you know what, let's learn this and do this online thing. And we're going to go for a walk and do that. It's good to put a wrapper around it from this macro micro thing. Uh, Let's put a filter on it and be intentional about our wellness. And as you look through your schedule of your day, we need to focus on the three areas. And this is all on bellwetherhub.com. I put a little picture I drew. It's back up there. Um, go back and, and learn more on the details of my just kind of strategic thinking of wellness. And there are three buckets to wellness. Physical wellness, mental wellness, and social wellness, which is going to be interesting when I talk about social wellness today. Um A lot of people go with spiritual wellness as the third one. I put that under mental. I'll cover that in a little bit. But there are three buckets, and each of those three buckets have three components. And so today, when we think about we're we're stuck inside, whether you're in a tiny apartment or a big, massive home um, or a hut at the beach, uh, which sounds delightful, there there are ways that we can be intentional about remaining well. And so we're going to start real quick. I'm going to go through the three, and then I'm going to go into more detail. So first is physical. Physical, there are three components to physical wellness. And as you create your structure, there is no reason why we shouldn't. I mean, this for me is one. Like all three, the physical, mental, social, these are all connected. When your social wellness goes out of whack, your mental wellness goes out of whack. When you're not eating right and your physical wellness is out of whack, your mental is going out of whack. I know that if something is not going on all cylinders for me, I go through my physical, mental, social kind of checklist and say, what's off? For people who work at home, the biggest challenge many of them have is not staying focused on their work. It's the fact that they have no social interaction. Uh, mentally, we need the social interaction. We, we have to take care of ourselves and all of that. So we're going to start with physical. Let's start with physical. Physical is diet, fitness, and sleep. Those are your three. Okay, so from a diet perspective, uh, we need to be intentional in what we're eating, obviously, right? I mean, everyone always talks about the physical wellness stuff, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But one, uh, we stress eat. We overeat when we're stressed. We're not eating the right things. Uh, when you're walking around the house and you're bored, what do you do? You just grab some food. Um, so it's it's important to be intentional about what you're eating. And and so what I'm doing with with my daughter and, and my wife, and we're, we're being very intentional in our three meals a day. And we're creating, you know, we're cooking together and we have this opportunity to learn to cook things. We're finding all the piles of shitty canned food from the back of our um, cabinet from three years ago and trying to make them interesting. And we're getting creative. And um, my wife years ago went through this period where she just thought she needed coconut flakes every time she went to the store. We have buckets of coconut flakes. I don't know what to do with them, but uh, her being French and loving butter, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of coconut butter thing going on in the near future. We'll see how that goes. It's okay. That's probably not the best diet thing, but we'll figure it out. But when you think about diet, be intentional. Take your time. And we're also filling time. So take your time to create a decent meal and do it with your family and make it a big, big thing if you have a family. Um, so, so be intentional in what you eat. Make sure you're not overeating. There is, uh, uh, you know, if you have to put a lock on it or put a piece of paper over it, you know, do not overeat. Uh, it's a big problem for me when I'm bored is I eat. So uh, be intentional with your diet. The other thing is fitness. Be physically fit which is very difficult. The gyms are closed. We know this, and they should be closed, and this impacts us. But being intentional and finding 30 minutes of your day, there is no excuse anymore. Right? How many of you bought a gym membership and never went because you were intimidated? Or you never went because you just never had the motivation, but you have it, and you're paying for it. 
one, we know outside is a good place to be. The sunlight, the fresh air, everything is good. So for people who are not physically active, it's a great time to start going for a walk. Okay. If it's raining, YouTube has plenty of videos on doing yoga or body weight exercises or do whatever. And you know what? No one can judge you because you're inside. No one's looking at you. So just do it. There is no reason why you can't just muscle down 30 minutes, block it off, even an hour. That's great. Okay. So let's do something physical every day. It's very important. I told my wife, she's working from home. I'm working from home and we're watching a two-year-old. This is a, a big challenge. I'm, I'm sacrificing some of my work. I have to go for a run. And she knows I have to go for a run because that changes my complete attitude throughout the day. My attitude throughout the day on days that I go for a run or, or hit the gym is very different uh, than the days I don't. So for my patience level and to be the best possible partner I can be involves me, even if it's just 30 minutes, I just go for a 30 minute run. Uh, she's on board with that. And we, we've kind of created that, that schedule together. And then finally sleep. Uh, what else are you going to do? Um, besides sleep when you're inside. So we need our eight hours. We need deep sleep. Um, when your sleep is off, you're making poorer decisions. You're making worse decisions at work. You're making worse decisions with your diet. You're not motivated to be physically fit. Get your sleep. Uh, maybe take a nap if you need to. It feels amazing. Um, there's plenty of research on sleep. Maybe it's one of the things you can learn about while you're here, which I'm going to talk in a little bit about. Uh, but definitely, definitely get your sleep. Um, and if you properly go get physically fit and you're eating right, your sleep will be amazing. It will be amazing to, to sleep right. It's a third of your life. Spend the time and investment and get it get it uh, going right. So that's it. So that's physical fitness. Be intentional about your physical fitness uh, and your physical diet and your physical sleep. Those are your three big areas. And now we're going to transition over mental. And, and once you get your physical stuff in order, which is really just saying, you know what, this is my schedule and I have to stick to it. Um, let's talk about mental, which gets a little more theoretical and a little more philosophical. Uh, but there are three aspects to mental wellness. One is self-love, one is um, self-care, and one is your belief system. And that's where I bucket you know, the spiritual stuff for, for those spiritual people out there. Um, we are going to be thinking a lot over these next few weeks because you're stuck inside and, and that's about it. Um, so I'm going to break down each of these because these are theoretical and you're going to have to fill in the details on this one because this is, this is tough. One is self-love. I always thought self-love was a joke. Um, it sounds horrible, but this is, uh, the, as I went through my, my coaching certifications at Columbia, uh, as I, I reflected on my own life and as I reflected on, on what I needed to do, um, this is, this is going to be extremely important for you. And it's, it's harder than you think. And we all have, the reason why is we all have our self-doubts. We all have our demons. We all have our scary things. We all know the reasons, um, why we don't do things. Um, we know the reasons where we failed. We know the intentions we never followed through. We know all of our secrets. And when we are indoors and we think about it and we're stuck thinking, we like to think about the negative and we don't want to do that. We don't want to think. We, we want to find the external things. It's why many people go out to the bar and drink. It's why many people go out and, and try to be, you know, when we think about extroverts, a lot of them don't like to turn the conversation on themselves. And it's now is a time to embrace it. We have to learn about ourselves. We have to focus on us. We have to be curious about what's driving the, these ideas of self-doubt. Everybody has them. 
So I, I'm saying this just, you know, as, as all of us, we all have these things. Um, so, so one, feel comforted that you're not the only one, but two, you know, we, I, I could just say this, that I know we all have it, but we also need to remind ourselves that we all have value. And that's what self-love is about is recognizing our value. And we generally look to other people to give us that value. Uh, and that's where a lot of the depression comes. But when we put our trust on other people to give us our own value, we're going to be disappointed. And many of us are motivated to go straight to social media for this validation. Uh, many of us are spending a lot of time on social media for our news and for our interaction and everything else. Uh, that's going to end poorly. And so a good exercise throughout this time, uh, I'm, and I'm actually serious about this, take a day to write out your value. Sit down as an exercise. If you're looking for something to do, put down Facebook or Instagram, get rid of it, and maybe just write out your value. And it's it's this is an important time to be reflective. Um, it's it's a really good. I can't stress it. I don't know how else to stress it in the fact that I, I've done it and I got so much freaking value out of it. It completely changed the way I think about things. Sit, Just sit down and write out what makes you valuable. And if you don't have an answer, you just need to sit for a little bit longer because everybody on this planet has value. You have value. And so when you think through your value, then you can do other things. You can maybe start to update your LinkedIn profile. And then you can think about all the things you're capable of. And you can list out um, all your skill sets that you have and maybe think about you know what's possible and what you could do besides your current job. Um, you can think about all your unrealized dreams and think about the possibility of what you could do later. It's a good time to create a bucket list. Let's talk about you and what you want and what you value and, and what value you bring. And it's a, a great, each day is a just a good day to sit down for, for 15 minutes. If you need to break it down into 15-minute things, 30-minute things, you have value. And let's talk about the value you bring to other people. That's part of your self-love. And that's going to be a good exercise to do uh, for, for mentally um, for it. One of the things I did, because this was a challenge for me for a very long time, I created, I call it my positivity document. And... Uh, Whenever I, I just did a lot of reflection on nice things people had said to me that were really meaningful, that I got that feeling in my chest like, oh, my God, that was really nice. I have it all in a Google Doc, and I review it. I review it a lot. I review it before I go into a networking event. I review it before I go into a big sales pitch. It puts me into this mindset of, yes, I have value. It gives me confidence. It gives me it, It's regenerative for me, um, and, and I look at it almost every day. And I highly encourage you to create this, this value document that you can access on your phone. You can access it anywhere. It's what, what do you value? Um, what do other people see? What makes you valuable? And everybody has received a compliment in their life. So start tallying them and put them down. And if make this an ongoing project. This doesn't have to be done in one day. As you think of one thing, say, oh, I got to add that to the positivity doc. Oh, I got to add this to the positivity doc. And do it. And there are days when you are just in a funk Pull it out, and you are going to remember those particular stories from those particular times. Those are your stories that people gave to you. And I could share my positivity document, but it's irrelevant because these things are meaningful to me. Okay, find the things that are meaningful to you. I know one was a um, person, you know, you're destined for great things, blah, 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 right? And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'll put that in. Uh, one person complimented me and said I was a good writer. Okay, they put that in. I, got, I had a client send me this five-page email. Um, it was literally five pages about how the work she did in one of my online 
uh, webinars I did for a, for a corporate client. I had all the corporation through it. She said she fundamentally changed her life. She got a promotion over the last three. This was like years after I had done it. Okay. I just put, you know, this person's name email. And that reminds me of how I felt. Sometimes I'll pull up the email and read it. Okay. We all have value. So, so take the time to articulate it so that you can remember it. Second part of mental wellness is self-care. And this is really about learning what you need in the moment. And generally we refer to, you know, we need a break. Um, when we're overworked, we're very stressed. Uh, we need something to take our mind away. That's what self-care is about. We're all very stressed right now, but not necessarily in a work context. So, so my recommendation for self-care is we need to turn everything off. And we need to take maybe 30 minutes a day and, and maybe learn something. Or if you think back to um, uh, earlier on, Trisha Penno um, was on the show um, talking about five minutes of silence. And, and we could do this. And, and she said, all you need is five minutes of silence and, and see where that takes you. And I embraced it. I loved it. And it got me to think. And it's just nice to just get that break. We need some self-care. I also want to say that self-care is, is learning something new. So there are so many free resources out there. Everybody's really coming together, and that's fantastic. Take 30 minutes a day to learn something new, whether it's you know learn about great white sharks or, or Duolingo is free, learn a new language, or there are free classes on like Coursera and all that. Learn about the history of baseball or what string theory is or, or um, whatever. It doesn't have to be something heavy like a project management certification or something, but there is so much information out there. Use it. And if you're learning something where there's really no pressure involved, um, it's actually a really nice thing to do. You're going to be shocked. Uh, and, and my wife and I make a game out of it. Like if you have a family, grab everyone, have everyone do a research project and present it at night. Um, Betty, why are grapefruits shaped like grapefruits? Joey, wh- how do water towers work? Pat, what is the eggplant capital of the world and why? You know, Come up with it and do the research. We, we have so much information. Ask stupid questions. And then you know, I mean, my wife and I talk about why grapefruits are shaped like grapefruits all of the time. We talk about eggplants all of the time. Um, water towers. Every time we drive by a water tower, you know how that water tower works. It's fun to just learn about the things that we see every day. So do that. That's self-care. Learning about new things and, and getting your break uh, and and stepping away from the stressful moments is, is very important. And then finally, uh, your belief system is the other aspect of mental. Um, this really is what you believe. Uh, I put spiritual under this. This is you know religious belief. This is um, philosophical belief. It's, it's a great time now. Um, to reflect and think, um, especially with the elections going on in the U.S. Everybody has very strong opinions. Um, it, I'm going to call this your philosophical time. I would say break some time off and, and think about why you believe what you believe and do you actually believe it. Um, there are a lot of heavy questions out there that you could take the time. Most of us just kind of, we were taught things as we grew up and we just kind of kept the baton and we're teaching it to our kids, but we never really think about do we actually believe it. And so close your eyes and think about why you do or don't believe something. And if you have one side of your belief, then spend some time to think through the other side. And you haven't fully thought it through until you understand the other side. Because if you don't think and, and, and you can't possibly believe something if you don't fully understand the other side. Okay, so that's, that's just a super fun, exciting, super heavy exercise to do on a, on a nice rainy day. Um, it could throw you for a loop and it could totally turn your world upside down, but you know what? That's part of life. And that's, that's what it's all about. I love thinking about what I actually believe or don't believe. Um, 
it's it it actually makes me nervous when I when I do this and it's um it shakes me a little bit but it's uh it's a very interesting way to to just use your brain so do it and then finally uh, and this is the really tough I, I save the hardest for last um, your social wellness uh, and social wellness comes up from three different areas one is your support system one I call newbies and one I call micro interactions your support system is your support system we have hopefully families friends. Um, we need a support system in place. We know this. Uh, newbies is to meet new people and get their different perspectives. And, and micro interactions are all those little kind of the bus driver at the coffee shop at the library. You know, oh, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, in isolation, a lot of this is difficult to do. So we need to be a little creative. Uh, micro interactions, provided you go out for your daily walk. Um, should be fine because everybody else is doing it as well. So say hi to people as they walk. Just stay six feet away. Um, but you go, and these are the micro interactions. We need to know that we're part of something bigger. Okay. So it's very difficult to remember that when we're stuck inside, remember, we're part of something bigger. Everybody's in the same boat. So going out for a walk, waving to people saying, hi, good morning. Um, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. Uh, it's very important, right? And everybody is, you know, they, they all do the shrug. They do the smile. How are you holding up? Uh, but that's, you know, it sounds so stupid and, and, and awful, but it's then at the end of your walk, that's part of the regenerative part of the walk is seeing other people and interacting. And, and this is true for introverts and extroverts. I don't want to hear introverts saying, well, I can't do that. I'm an introvert. That's garbage. Um, you've got plenty of time to regenerate inside, get out and just get those micro interactions. Uh, newbies meeting new people, not really going to happen. Um, but then I would, I would, uh, encourage you to the, the benefit of meeting new people is to get their different perspectives and to learn and see that there are other people out there and give validity to their thought processes and what they believe. When you meet new people, you could find that there are really nice people who believe things that you don't believe. And that's really the benefit of meeting new people. Uh, and so I would bucket this back under the mental where your belief system is maybe go out and try to learn something new and, and learn about maybe some different thing. If you're a Catholic, maybe read up on Buddhism or Judaism or something like that and just be curious about what they actually believe and say, oh, wow, okay, interesting. All right, that's fine, right? And that's you know learning about something new and a different perspective that you're not really welcome to uh, or, or, or not necessarily welcome to, but not really inundated with or, or able to see. I would encourage you to do that and get, you know from a newbie social perspective, I would say it's just really new ideas. And then finally, your support system. Uh, hopefully you have one, um, but we need to, to interact with our support system and remember that there are other people who, may not have a support system. If we can do something for them, please do it. We have a lot of technology today and it's at everyone's fingertips. Everybody is at everyone's fingertips, free video calling on Wi-Fi, And, and, um, if you have unlimited data, I know some companies are giving out unlimited data, uh, FaceTime people or Google hangout them or duo them or whatever it is, you know, have some calls, think through your anti Hortense, uh, who, who maybe doesn't really have much interaction with social people. Maybe give her a phone call, uh, my daughter and I, um, sit down, we write a letter each day to someone and we mail it as part of our exercise. And then we do one, uh, video phone call a day to either a cousin or an aunt or an uncle, um, or a grandparent. And, uh, remember it's just a great time and just have a conversation with people. Um, you, whatever the conversation, whatever form that takes, uh, it's important to just not necessarily just check in with other people, but, um, it, it's a nice distraction. Even if you end up talking about coronavirus, it's, it's still a nice distraction from reading the, the horrific, 
uh, new stories that are that are coming out from everywhere. So that's that's it. I mean, this is a nice what thirty minutes, um, and I I hope you listen to this on a nice walk. Um, we need to be intentional about our wellness and, uh, in in all three of these buckets, it's a big, everything again is, is interconnected. Um, I am available and I, um, I'll say this on the website, you know, let's, you want a 30 minute zoom call. Let's just do it. Let's just have a 30 minute zoom call and and we'll talk or a 30 minute duo. And, um, if you're looking for someone to talk to, I'm happy to, to throw myself out there. Um, and just talk about you know what what you're doing physically, and let's create a routine, and and let's do it. Um, my corporate clients are pretty much on hold right now, right? So let's let's help out the individuals, and that's what Bellwether's all about. And um, maybe we could find a bunch of people to just kind of talk, and and we'll do some online meetings or or something. But uh, remember, physical, mental, social. We are adaptable. We are flexible. We are capable individuals. Um, sometimes it just takes a little bit of focus and a little bit of work. And that's what, that's what this is all about. So good luck with everything. Stay safe, stay healthy. And, uh, thank you for listening. More information. There's tons of stuff on Bellwether Hub. Just go through and, and hopefully I make it interesting enough for you. And if there's anything you'd like me to cover, I might just do extra bonus podcasts over these next few weeks because, you know, what else am I going to do? So if there's anything you'd like me to cover, you want me to research for you or, or help you out with, please feel free to reach out. And uh, I look forward to, to chatting with all of you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.